Hey. Sean, it's you. It's it's you, Winston. We are doing this from my apartment now. This is good. I actually kind of like it doing it's here. It's fun. Should I open? No, I'm not going to open the window shade. Um, we're here to talk about sports. We're here to talk about life. And window shades. I, I will say, you do have a nice view. Yeah. I, you can hear me getting farther away from the mic. It's because I'm looking around. The problem is, uh, the problem with views is they usually bring in sunlight. Yeah. And I'm not a big sunlight guy. Well, it depends if you're getting like direct sunlight and it's, it's blinding you. That's never good. Yeah. But I mean, in general. My, uh, I'm out in the sun. My dad's, whenever he goes into any place that I've ever lived, the first thing that he will ever um, comment on is how good of natural light it gets. <laughs> that, that's literally his only criteria. So he wouldn't, live, he wouldn't like a garden unit. No, a garden unit would be bad. He lived in a garden unit. Like when I was in my Connecticut apartment, it was a fine apartment. You know, got the job done. It was, it was nice, but it, it did have some nice natural light. And he was like, this is a great apartment. <laughs> Well, now, now how how shitty of an apartment can it be to still be viewed as a good apartment from your dad if it has a lot of natural light? Like, it, could it be like squalor, but it has really good natural yeah, light? Yeah, I, I honestly think that. And your dad would be yeah. like, "This is really nice. You should like, move." Right. If it was like a terrible, terrible apartment, but it was just all glass, <laughs> <A> trap house, <laughs> like, clearly distributing drugs. Uh, yeah. So damn. There you go. Well, I have that's. I'm anti-natural light, so that's why the shades are closed. I'm anti-natural light to a certain point. Like, it's nice to get some, like, oh, like, you don't have to put on, you know, your own lights at, like, 2 o'clock. Like, that's nice. But, like, you don't want it to be, like, blinding you when you're watching TV. No. And, like, it gets a glare on the TV. We actually have the the, uh, AFC wildcard football game on the background on mute. So if you hear us making weird football comments at some point. Like, a couple of those. But we're watching the Jaguars bill, so there's not a lot of, like, Positive. No, this is a terrible game. It's real bad. We're about to get to halftime, so I think we're going to be good. It's 3 0, so a barn burner, if you will. Oh, we didn't even say what this was. It's the Good Enough Podcast. Oh. It's Uh, Good Enough. Episode 396. Um, 476. The Jordan episode. That what? Huh? That that episode, uh, or that time he wore that number. 45? Yeah. 12? 300. (laughs) When you multiply 45 (laughs) times 12 and you divide it by 23. Did you know he wore the number 12 at one game? Yeah, because they lost his jersey. They stole. No, someone stole his jersey. Which is like a move that should have happened in the 90s. I've always told people, I'm like, if there was one jersey that would be just fucking awesome, is the number 12 Jordan jersey. Because it's like. Because number 45, yes, that's cool. Everyone could have had that one. Right. I want the number 12. You got to get that custom made. And And the thing is, I don't think it had his name on the back. No, it was just blank. blank. And I think that, like, I want an authentic type of NBA jersey. Right. So it doesn't have his name on the back, and it just says 12. And I, like, if I ever see that, I'd be like, you buy hey, it. man, I know what you're doing, and I respect <laughs> yeah. the fuck out because of it. Because the people that get it are the people that are like, that's a, really, a good way to test if someone will be your friend or not. Yeah. Like, if you don't understand what this means, like, we're probably not where we need to be. Jerseys, man. Remember that? Uh, yes, Kanye? I know yeah. what you're going to say. Kanye West concert. That was still the wildest jersey display I've ever seen. We went to a Kanye West concert. We were like 15. What, 2004? Three, four? Yeah, something like that. 16? It was, and I always say, it, it was an interesting time in Kanye West's career where Early. clearly whoever did his scheduling for his concerts, <laughs> it happened before he was famous. Yeah. So he was going to all these random ass places, including Utica, New York. Shout out to you. And then literally like two, 
maybe two months before he got really big. Yep. Like Jesus Walks came out. But like obviously you're not gonna like change your schedule after that. He still had to commit to his, so his obligations. Had, so we had to go to Utica, New York. Um, also another funny cool open for him. Um, oh yeah, that's right. John Legend. John Legend did. John Legend opened for him. We another, went to a wild concert for like fifteen dollars. Yeah. And, and another sidetrack on this is I was talking to my sister, and we realized that we saw Kanye West the exact same day. It was that day. He, she saw him in New York City, and then he must have fucking hightailed it up to Utica, New York. He did two shows that he same day. He did two shows now, because we went at night, and she's yeah. like, oh yeah, I saw him that, that day, Saturday, whatever. I'm like, I saw him on Saturday. That's when he was grinding. Yeah, he Jesus was grinding. Christ. Anyways, we saw some jerseys. What was the... I remember the... There was the, the Brett Favre Atlanta Falcons jersey. The Brett Favre, I, that made me. I knew a lot about football, especially that time, and I didn't remember that he was drafted by Atlanta. Yeah, there was but, the Eric Dickerson like signed by Eric Dickerson yeah, the jersey, sign, which I would not wear. I know, I was to, like, uh, dude, this is like a very nice thing. Like, it's like, like something you should hang in your. Uh, I think there was house. a Tim Duncan Wake Forest jersey. Tim Duncan Wake. There was the half mellow jersey. I remember the yeah. half Denver Nuggets, half uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Which that was still like newish around that point, the half jerseys. Um, just all around some fucking great jerseys. So um, yeah, Jordan. I think Jordan Twelve would have took the cake if that that concert. So I was having a conversation with someone like a long time ago, and we were talking about like what awesome jersey would it be. And I decided, and I realized this would be a little touchy at this uh, day and age, but maybe a few years ago it wouldn't be so much. I want an Arvidas Sabonis Soviet Union jersey. <laughs> <laughs> You're rocking the Soviet New Jersey at Coachella. <laughs> People are just... Actually, no one would know what that is because they're a bunch of dumb teens at Coachella. But, like, yeah, that would be actually pretty dope. I would, be, I would support that. It would just be like, wow, that's a fucking obscure jersey. That was pre-Rocky Four, Yeah. But also pre-Now, where the tensions are high. Right. It was... When I said that, it was when it the was tensions like, were low with Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like we were doing all right. Yeah. Oh, some bonus. <laughs> and it had the, the, the sickle or whatever yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, it does have this. And it's like CCCP. I don't like. Yeah, it's that. Their, I don't know if you can get that on Their acronym. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, so what's up? What's been uh, What's been new? We've been hanging out a fair amount. Yeah. We hung We've out on New things. Year's. We've done things. Yeah, it was a did. good New Year's. It was a good New Year's. Low key, even though we stayed out late. I know. We, we stayed out till like 3 in the morning watching Black Mirror. Yeah, that was my bad. I'm trying to force feed Black Mirror and everyone I know. It was it was like it was one of those things where it's like, hey, how was your New Year's? I was like, man, I was out till like three in the morning. It was like, it sounds crazy. Well, but it was we played Bananagrams <laughs> and then watched Black Mirror. We were just waiting out the Ubers though. Yeah, it, the Uber and the Lyfts were ridiculous as they should be. I think we we started at like what twelve forty five. I was like, all okay. right, let me see. And it was too much. And where we were to where I live, not far. Yeah. What's the t- what would you say to the average Uber? Like six or seven dollars, and it was like in the thirties. And so I was like, all right, I I I refuse to do this. So mine's probably double. Mine's probably like twelve to fifteen, and mine was like sixty five, seventy. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, nope, not gonna do that. Yeah. And it was just for me, like on an okay night, uh, I can. It's like a thirty minute walk, so yeah. I can walk it. But it was not okay. But it was fucking cold. How cold has it been? It's like, been. We've cold. been here a long time, like in Massachusetts and Boston. This is, I don't this, remember it being this cold for this long of a period. Yeah, it's... There's been days here and there, but, like, this straight period... Like, I've been wearing long underwear for what seems like... Yeah, by the way, I... Weeks. I don't own long underwear. And they're I, so dope. I'm definitely gonna, like, buy, like, two pairs. Oh, they're amazing. Like, it, it's weird from, like, 
we'll, we'll dive in here, but it's weird from just a dick and ball standpoint, though. Sure. Because they're just, they don't know what to do. <laughs> they're, they're floating around. They're just like, is there a place for us to rest? And I'm like, nah, it's just kind of, you're just there. You got to exist out there. But, you know, hopefully, like, in my mind, I was like, all right, I just have to do this, like, once. Yeah. And I looked at the weather report for, like, the next six days. I was like, oh, a high of, like, nine oh. for the next six days. This morning it was negative two. Yeah. We were in the negatives today. Hey, we have a, are you seeing what tomorrow is? We're back. It's getting maybe. balmy. We're back. Fucking hot. Friday's going to be 51. And that's, I, that's actually crazy. So, and I realized what, what my, my impact on, or the weather's impact on me, I don't mind the cold. I can do cold. This it's has rough. been a little bit rough. I don't mind the snowstorms. In fact, I kind of like the snowstorms. What I hate is when there's a snowstorm uh, and then it's really cold for a while. So this, that snow ain't going anywhere. Yeah, and it's ice also. So we need like two to three days. Yeah, next like week it's going to melt. 45 or higher so it can like melt a little bit. Yeah, um, we have Thursday's 48. Okay. Friday's 51 with rain. So that'll... Perfect. Yeah, we're getting this out of here. We're getting out of the paint. We got to get this shit out. But um, the one thing... Yeah, there's the... Uh, I love how we're saying, like, oh, 51 and raining. Great day. <laughs> I'm wearing, yeah, seriously. So it would be open roof decks. Patio's going to be open, even in rain. Um, but, yeah, even though it's systemically a bad name, my problem is the black ice. That that very difficult ice out there. That is a tricky ice. That's ve- So there's a spot outside of T when I basically, like, get to work. And it's just straight, like, you can't tell. You can't see and it's like a kind of a step you have to take, so you put a lot of pressure on that step. Sure. And I'm like, any given day, this You're could be fall. it for me. And cars come down that street too, so like I could just fall and then get run over, which would be, in retrospect wouldn't be that bad. It'd be fine if it killed me. But like I'm just thinking, like if I just fell straight up, that would just ruin my day. Yeah. And it's the start of your day. Like I would probably turn around and get back on the tee. And I'm like, all right, how have we not solved the black ice problem? I every day I like walk down like the sidewalk. The sidewalks get sh- shorter and shorter. Oh yeah. So they... the street that I live on is actually a three-lane one-way road. It has now been. It's now one. It's one lane. Oh god. Because like the sidewalks yeah. have gotten smaller and smaller, and the road has gotten smaller and smaller. It's but no people mix. are still parking on the side. So it's now just one lane. It's just a mess. God. Um, I hate everything about this. I think we need heated streets. Whoa. Yeah. We did it. It sounds like a very expensive project. It does. um, But apparently this administration is just saying yes to everything. So Let's do this. Let's do it. I mean, I would say, yeah, because it's like, all right, basically that would solve all the problems with cars. Like getting, that would actually be bad for snow days now. But it will create more flooding probably too. Yeah, the roads, you would also need a good system of like water. Yeah, filtration. No, not filtration. Or like excavation or whatever sure. is the word, irrigate. I don't know. Doesn't but, matter. But did you see the the pictures or the videos from? Crazy. Yeah, it was like aquarium. The aquarium tea stop got did shut you, down because it turned into a waterfall. Did you see the video of Revere? No. So there is a video that I don't think this happened in Boston at all. So, but it did happen in Revere, where Revere is like a uh, town over of Boston, and it's right on the coast, and it flooded. But where Boston, most of that water got um, went pulled back eventually. In Revere, it did not. Oh, no. And then it got cold and froze over. And there, there was a video of one street in Revere where it's literally probably waist deep of frozen water. And it's like literally cars are completely stuck. I mean, they're literally... There are people in the cars? No. Oh, okay. It, yeah, parked like, cars. You're going to die. 
part cars of just literally uh, like half of it is covered in frozen water. I'm like, is when? your car destroyed at that point? Uh, it, it can't be good for a car to be basically halfway full of <laughs> one thing. First, it goes halfway full of water, yeah, and then it freezes over because cars at some level of car is electric. Yeah, and it's not good. Water filling every pore is not good, and then, and then it's expanding cars. because frozen water expands, so it's probably fucking up parts of the car. That's good. Okay. So Boston was good. Uh, that's <laughs> um, I hope anyone who's in a warmer area um, suffered. Yeah. In I, some other part of their life. I've never really seen that in Boston where the it flooded over. Yeah. At least was, in a snowstorm. It was terrifying. Um, I was fine, personally. And you ever have those conversations with your coworkers where you're like... Because I know you didn't deal with this either, but like... Where they tell you the next day or whenever you're back at work, they're just like, yeah, I've been shoveling yeah. all, all night, all morning, and you know, blah, 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 and like, the, the tree fell into like our, our roof, and you're just like, oh. oh. And then you, they're like, how about you? And you're like, I watched a lot of Netflix, yeah. um, <laughs> and honestly, I lost the remote for five minutes, and that was crazy. I didn't know what, I, if I was going to be able to change the channel. And that was like my issue. I'm a terrible work-at-home person, so I actually went in the office on Thursday. Oh, hero. I'm not even whatever but like it's just not hard because it's like a walk and then I can take the tea at that point which is all underground when I'm like going to work Um, you walked that day? I walked part of it the way coming back from work was a little weird okay but it's only going through the park that's all you do were you you the only person in the park? Sarah and I left together oh um and it was a little weird, but it was kind of cool. Like if you're like in the middle of a snowstorm when there's no one around, and, like, people and it's like this is actually kind of cool. And you're only there for a little bit. I mean, I could see that, but it was also, I don't know, it did not look good out there. Like I saw like cars just struggling to move, let yeah. alone people. But that's around. the thing. It's like it's different. Like I don't, I would hate to drive in, but walking's a little different. I feel more secure because like, it's like what's what's really gonna happen? Like. I, I know we, like, always, since our group is just, expand, like, just literally, like, getting older and getting married and getting engaged and all, like, people are talking about, like, buying homes. I'm like, I haven't heard a perk of a home yet, <laughs> except for, like, it's an investment. I get it. Like, you can make money off of it, but, like, so like, you, you can make money off of a lot of things. Drug trade. I don't know. Sell cocaine instead of buying a house. I don't know. That seems like a... It's a, okay. it's a dicier prospect, right. but I'm saying, like, like, basically when you own a home... You're responsible for everything that happens to it. Yeah. So, like, say, for example, in our, one of our buildings, like, I don't know, a light goes out. I'll just be like, I'll text someone. and be like, hey, light went out. I'll come back the next day. Light's in there. That's and, nice. And then stuff like this, when the snowstorms occur, and then... Snowstorms, when you live in the city and you don't own a car, are they... You don't feel them. No. Like, it's like I, nothing's happening. People are like, oh, how bad was that snowstorm? Like, I mean, it looked bad for everyone else, but it was fine for me, because I... It's horrible. I don't have to shovel anything. I compared car ownership in Boston to, like, having your first child. <laughs> like, it, it's, like, like, it's basically, like, just dealing with something that you have to take care of that doesn't give anything back to you. And, because you would probably never drive it, and then you just pay money to take care of it. Wow. It's, it's kind of true. This like, is how Winston feels about children. No, no, it's not. But I see what you mean. I, the, I mean, baby. The... the Infancy of, of yeah, yeah, children. Yeah. Well, like, I get that. You, you got the car, and you're just like, you want to protect it. You're just like, you love it. You're like, all right. And you're like, man, I haven't, I haven't even driven it this month. And it's been, un- I've been shoveling it out of shit and right. paying insurance. I got towed last week. I got a ticket. <laughs> like, formula, diapers. Baby just cries and throws up on you. And I'm like, all right. I don't know. Not Maybe Boston's not the city to have a car. 
If you there's certain you could where where you live you could potentially have a car. Yeah, well, you need we have a garage. You here. need a garage. Uh, where I live, no, it, it would be so stupid. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. But like what city? What areas in Boston? And it's becoming a Boston centric part of the pod. But what areas in Boston are good for cars? So my friends who live in Southie. They have like they'll houses. have they'll have cars. Uh, they'll do street parking, which is also terrible. Yeah, street parking. Um, sucks. You're in Brookline, where you can have a car, but you can't do overnight parking. No. So you have to have like a spot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the city. That's, that's not kind of it. Like, if I guess if you were in Charlestown, if you were on the like kind of outskirts, I would consider Brookline like part of the city, but sort of on the outskirts. <sighs> Stop shitting on my town. I'm not. I'm not. You keep like, saying I live in the burbs. You you live a T. Like, you can't walk into downtown Boston. You I need can. to take the T. It's, it's a long walk. It's, it's kind of a hike. It's like a 45-minute walk, maybe. Right. If I'm moving fast. Like, if you lived in downtown Boston, would you want to ever own a car there? No. No. It's okay. true. I kind of live in downtown Boston, though. You don't live in downtown <laughs> Boston. I'm close enough. All You're, right. Whatever. So, we, this, we can talk about <laughs> We've had this conversation, like... At least ten times. I will agree to disagree. I'll agree, that, you don't live in downtown no, Boston. We'll just agree to disagree. Um, so, Sean, <laughs> for the year twenty eighteen, we made it. Um, how would you, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give twenty seventeen? Um, like me personally, or like I want, as, I want, as, I want, a, I want both scores. As a I want society, because I thought about this too. Well, I saw your tweet about this yeah, recently. Yeah, like, and you and I had like very similar. So um, the personal pers- and then. A, and then a, Earth. <laughs> yeah. So personally, um, I got engaged. So became an uncle. I got promoted. Like I had a pretty good year. Yeah. I similar minus the uh, the addition of a child. But yeah, I got dream job. Got my MBA. Got engaged. Like really, really good. Year. Really good year. Like uh, probably a, one of the best years. I I would agree. This was <laughs> 2017. Was probably one of my best years. Probably since I was like six or something. Yeah. When like I got like a fucking bike or something. Dumb shit. But, um. Yeah, yeah as a um, Earth, as Earth, not great. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say 2017 was because I remember talking a lot of shit about 2016. Yeah, 2016, 2017 was worse. We had a lot of Obama in 2016. Yeah, um, we didn't have any of him in 2017. No, we uh, had 15 days or 20 days of him. Yeah, that, and I held on to those. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, it was bad. It wasn't good. Um, the NFL. Like the NFL's weird. The NFL broke. Um, um, politics are weird. Politics broke. Uh, Nazis are back. Nazis are like They're alive back. and kicking. They're back They're and like getting recognition from political various, parties and various like news publications. Like an article a week, it seems like. Um, so Nazis had a great twenty seventeen. Yeah. If I were a Nazi, not only would personally it be a good year, <laughs> but social climate would have been a great year. You had yeah, you're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, you really did. If you were a Nazi, you had a Fucking great year in 2017. Like dormant nuclear bombs had a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, like bombs have just kind of been sitting in a, a warehouse that quietly, you for know, decades. And I can see if you were a nuclear bomb and your whole creation <laughs> is to like eventually like go off, how life is essentially a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> do you think one was just like, it's go time? It's, let's do this. <laughs> then like the lights turned on. I was like, ah. ah. We haven't seen the lights turn on. So, so 2017 was a good year for them. Because they were like, there's a glimmer of hope now. <laughs> so we got Nazis and nuclear bombs having a great 2017. Yeah. What else had a good 2017? Um, 
I'll just go out and say it. Guy Fieri. And he just Guy Fieri had a nice year. Except he closed down uh, his Flavortown shop. And was, Guy Fieri's the one who... Didn't he do the thing in San Francisco where he gave a bunch of people food? I think he did. He's a good guy. He seems actually like a good guy. Yeah, like, I think that's Guy Fieri. He's just a ridiculous person. Like when, I think it was him. Like when the fires were happening, he, oh, yeah. he brought barbecue for all the first responders and firemen. Yeah, I think that was him. No, he's a great guy. Seems like I was he, like, that's he, a really he's nice. He's just move. a ridiculous human, but like a good person, which is you got to shout out the good people in 2017. Yeah. There weren't many. Was this the year of Guy Fieri? I think it's every year. Like every time I turn on Food Network, he has two more shows. So I don't watch Food Network watch as much as you do. He has a, a show like they multiply like rabbits. What I also respect out of people who have um, food shows are he's found a way to have a food show, but he doesn't even. I've never seen him cook. He doesn't cook. He has several he just, food shows. He just never cooks. And he eats all the time. That's that's a pretty great. But shot. he doesn't. He doesn't eat like why like the other eating shows are very like like you're eating bugs and shit. Eating bugs or you're eating like a stupid amount of food like man versus food. He's and, just like, like going to a pizza place. It has like a slice. Or getting like a burger, bomb ass dinner or something. Yeah, and I'm like that, and he's done that in every one of his shows. So shout out to Guy Fieri for a big 2017. Uh, the commercial that just came on TV made me think of someone else on. Uh, I don't know if he's having a good, he had a good 2017 or a bad 2017. Uh, Justin Timberlake. I saw he's coming out of the new album. Yeah, he's uh, he's pivoted back to white. Um, whoa, me. whoa, <laughs> whoa! So yeah, I, you didn't know? Like, all right, you, you've heard his last couple albums. Very, okay. very R and B, like soulful. Yeah, kind of black sound. Like you know, Timberland. We kind of always had that sound. He though. did. He did. I'm not knocking it. I like. I loved those albums. I went to his concert, and I was like, hey, stick with us. We're about to, you know, put out a trade for you in the racial draft or whatever. And yeah, then, okay. And then this new album, he was like traversing through the woods and was just like, I'm making music from the soul about where I'm from. And I was like... Oh, shit. He's from uh, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. and I was like, oh, no. And, I was like, and he was wearing like a flannel shirt. And we got him. And I was like, uh-oh. We took him like, back. going to show up in Eventually this? you come and back, man. <laughs> it was the Miley principle. It was when Miley was like making all the... The jam, like she went from party in the USA to like being like yeah like all home cl- yeah yeah club music with Juicy J and shit and saying all like terms she's never said before and then she pivoted back to white it's kind of like Tim uh, Bieber too Bieber hopped in I, I Bieber hopped like out he, yeah he's I don't hopping know. back in Bieber was never he was, he was invited for a little bit he was just doing like Percocet and driving cars like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how that's like it's as true. an association it's true it's less so than Miley. <laughs> Um, Bieber was kind of, I mean, Bieber's living an awesome life. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. But Timberlake's album, he's, Bieber, doing, he's doing the, uh, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know that. Bieber had the most carefree life, but, like, doing things that were, like, wildly... Oh, very bad. Right. He was with, like, Instagram models, like, going 75, or 175 miles per hour in a Lamborghini. In Lamborghinis, he was drunk and on... On, dr- like, on yeah. pharmaceuticals. Yeah. And he was, like, 19 or like, 20. Don't get me wrong, I was a little reckless when I was younger, but my recklessness was like, in, in the end, it was fairly loco. contained. Yeah. You drink two Four Locos, like, yeah, which is actually bad. Yeah, it's Just not as great. bad as probably what Bieber did. All but this. like, <laughs> no one was ever like, oh my god, like, one day he's going to get somebody killed, including himself. Speak for yourself. I was, <laughs> I, I was one of your friends then, when you were spraying ketchup in bar bathrooms. Hey, Someone's got to defend you. That was a weird night. All Someone's right. got to defend you and the bouncers apprehend you. Well, and that never happens. It didn't. You got out, Scott. That was one of the... You snuck out of a lot of things. I'll say it. It was sneaky. You you kind of just, like... You've done some bad, and you said... Like, not actual bad, but 
objectively bad thing. Objectively, like, yeah. Not good. And then you just, there were no repercussions for them. Which is like, like, most people would keep pushing the envelope, but you stopped. You're like, all right. There's I saw what a line was, and I'm cool with that. back from it. Some people keep pushing to see what the next line is. Well, that's we... what Bieber is. Okay. <laughs> I think level. I think Bieber has um, some capabilities that I, I never had. Are you like... talking about the money? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about the millions of dollars and like unlimited resources to everything? Yeah, mainly. I yeah. I mean, I'm of the argument that like any NBA player that's like sub twenty one and like, that is maintaining a life. Good for them. In like. I'm wildly impressed with Jason Tatum. Right. He and seems like an incredibly mature person. Like, you can tell on the court that he's, like, a mature, like, thinker because of the way he plays. But you also see how he carries himself in interviews. I'm like, hmm. what? 19 years old. If you gave me... If you gave me... At 19, if you gave me, like, 100 grand at 19. That had been fucking insane. That's not a lot of money in the grand scheme. Of and what he's making, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, at 19 years old, that would have been... A hundred million dollars, basically, a hundred thousand, and I would have—I don't know what I would have done. I don't know how long it would have taken me to lose it, or how long it would have taken me to die. But one of those things was going to happen. I agree. I uh, maybe not die, but yeah. definitely use that money. If you go like on a trip and like take all sorts of drugs and do something stupid, you could die. Or get on a jet ski and you know how to drive a jet ski, but you see all the friend, like all the rich people doing it. It does seem like some of these players who are entering either the NFL or specifically the NBA. Are getting uh, smarter as far as way more mature, right? Like, hey, I shouldn't do this because <laughs> if I do, it's going to end poorly. There's an endless list of examples of how it could go poorly, right? And Bro- you got to—I'll say—you got to almost credit LeBron for that because he came in the league; he was 18. And you can say whatever you want about that guy, but he's literally never gotten in trouble. He's never messed up. He's never messed up. His he, worst thing ever was picking a new team on, on national that, TV. That's it. That was the worst thing he's ever done. And, the, and don't get me wrong, you'll see videos of him like smoking cigars and drinking wine on like a weird island somewhere. So he's clearly having fun every now yeah, and then. He's not a buttoned up dude, like he just knows the line. Exactly. And he knows how to protect himself. Right. Like he the thing with him, I think, is like he knew what was coming when he was like eleven. Yeah. Like that's it didn't a just like hit point. him it didn't hit him over the head it's, like randomly. He was famous by fourteen. Yeah, he was a slam. He had a slam cover when he was sixteen or fifteen. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated his junior year of high school. Yeah, and he uh, he's lived up to everything, right? And he's still the best player in the NBA. Yeah, god damn, that's crazy. And Vince Carter is still like, whenever I see like like LeBron do something, I'm like, I'm still slightly more impressed. Not more impressed, but like as impressed when I see Vince Carter do something. What was he? Was he ninety eight, ninety six? What year drafted? He he's forty one. Or turn, just turned 41, I think. So that means he was drafted probably like 20, 20. So he's probably been in the league 20 years. So let's say 97, yeah. 98. I was watching, it was a while ago when the Sixers were playing the um, the Kings. And I was like, this is such a fucking ragtag team right here. Oh. First we got, uh, what's his face? Randolph? Zebo? Yeah, Zebo. Um, and then we... Yeah, and then Vince Carter casually, like, and I remember being like, shit, I did not realize Vince Carter was on the Kings. It's crazy. Uh, there was a podcast I listened to, um, really funny one, uh, called Mixtape, and basically they said that the Kings are like, obviously they're just managing their team wrong, which is, you know, evergreen statement. They literally <laughs> oh, they've been doing that. Sacramento Kings, yeah. right. But they're saying that, like, four, they have 13 guys, 15-man roster. They have 13 guys getting, like, 
between like nine and thirty six minutes. <laughs> Thirteen out of fifteen. Like, like shouldn't you have like a ten, maybe eleven person? <laughs> but like, and even so, like maybe the thirteen guys should get like one or two minutes. Right. Game. Like just throw them in there, like garbage time, or like some random stuff. Nine is a good amount of time. Nine's almost a quarter, and they're really. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna win by um... <laughs> just outlasting you. <laughs> like what is you got you got yeah like you said there's Vince Carter Zach Randolph you got a couple rookies yeah couple they had like a really weird team because it was like. Big men. Wow, there are a lot of really young players who don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and then there's Zebo and Vince Carter out there. And George Hill, who's yeah. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like right smack dab in the middle. <laughs> who just got paid a stupid amount of money. Right. And uh, why not take it? So, yeah, it was a fun team to watch. Um, weird team. How, how many weird... I haven't, like, because I've been... It's my life now. I haven't been watching a lot of League Pass. Um, but, like, what... If I've been watching them in real life, like, there's a lot of weird teams out there. Yeah, it's it's. I've been, I've been kind of strict, uh, restricting my league pass more than uh, in the past. I would watch multiple teams, um, but I've been watching mainly just the Sixers recently, just because they're actually okay. Um, but yep. there are some weird teams. Sixers know how to blow some games, but yep. it's, I mean that's their thing lately. Yeah, it, it's it's fun to watch them and be like, oh, this is gonna fall off fall off the map soon. They were who do they play? Um, they play us in uh, yeah this, in London. And then they played someone two days ago where they were up by like 35, 40 points. Oh, Detroit. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was, I was watching that game and I was just <laughs> yep, 40 like. 30 at the half. I was like, yeah, they could still lose this. Like, that, this is what like is a possibility. Wrong with them? <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're talented. They have talented players. A lot of players everyone in the league wants. But yeah. I, I, Brett Brown's not bad. I think he's a pretty good coach. I, I, yeah. I think it really does come down to those, Depth. you know, just like, eh, more of just. They're Embiid's young. not playing all the time, and like Embiid is like he can get careless. He does. Um, Simmons can get a little careless, but like Embiid, you can get him in these situations where if he's like holding on to the ball for more than three seconds and he's not doing anything, I'm like, this is going to be a turnover. It's yeah. going to be either a turnover or a really bad shot. He gets yeah. He he has a cockiness, confidence about him. That he thinks he can make every play, which I like, but also is a young player issue. I'm intrigued to see what happens. In this London game, it should be fun. Be, that would be a fun game to watch. I think it'll, yeah, it's coming out at three. So uh, get your computer ready at work. There we go. So, All right. Um, what else is up? There uh, was a. What else was I watching the other day? Oh, one of those teams was wacky. I was watching uh, the Chicago Bulls. So I haven't, are, I haven't watched them in the last ten games where they've gone on this like played, weird run. Played them at home, um, like a few, like a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, I, there are several. I know a lot about the NBA. Like so, that's one of the things I pride myself on. And there were these six guys in the Bulls I'd never heard of. Right. And they were good. Like there was this dude named Nawaba, N W A B A, who was giving like Jalen Brown the blues. Just giving him all sorts of issues. I was like, who is this character? He can be like a rookie, like a twenty eight year old rookie, like a nineteen year old rookie, he could be in the league like ten years, I don't know. And then there was Chris Dunn, who was like a cast off. Yeah, I know Chris from, Dunn from the Wolves. But like, I knew him, but I didn't know he like turned his game around like this. Uh oh, we're watching the Jags Bills game, and Lashawn McCoy has made a, a, a solid nice run. little run. Solid run. It's been a weird game. A lot of Bills fans in Jacksonville. Um, that's those are two fan bases that were probably destined to interact, though. Right. I mean, it Buffalo, was like Jacksonville. Um, Jaguars fans, which I could probably think of as some of the most like <laughs> meh yeah. fans. And then the Bills, rightfully so, though, who are 
so diehard and excited about their team that's been bad it, it is kind of funny to hear these like personal stories of like kids who are literally like in their 20s and they're like yeah the last time they made the playoffs like i was too young to remember it <laughs> like this is like one of the greatest moments of my adult life it's true and now they're breaking tables over it yeah that's what they do now there have been some videos of them in jacksonville and it is getting intense. Like people on porter potties jumping on tables. Like any, just any circumstance where they can jump on a table. We can assume that person didn't make it to the stadium. Yeah, uh, no, they probably didn't get tickets. They just uh, wanted ooh. to go to Jacksonville. That was a bad hit. Um, yeah, there was a. Uh, yeah, I was looking at because once I found out about this table thing, like I like looked on Twitter. I was like, oh, what is this table? Like, what is the Bills? It's the Bills Mafia. Yeah, and there was a video or it was a GIF. Uh, like a newborn baby, and the father was like, you know, had it all swaddled and like oh ready. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And they had like a little like plastic makeshift little <laughs> mini table, and the father like slowly dropped caressed the baby him onto the yeah, table on the table and, and broke, broke it. it and then lifted it up and like hugged him. <laughs> and I was just like, God damn it! <laughs> Is this really that big of a thing? Starting him off young. Like, I, that's pretty fun. I do like that. Like, you gotta have something. And I, I do feel like these two cities are, like, equivalents. Like, so, Buffalo, New York. Like, but you don't think of Buffalo when you think of New York. You don't think of Jacksonville when you think of Florida. That's actually a pretty good point. They're, like, sort of these, like... Outcast cities. Right. Of their states. And they're just making it happen. They're just trying their best. And Buffalo's just, like... Buffalo's basically... Buffalo is essentially a Midwest city that yeah. is in New York. Yep. Uh, Anywhere that's not New York City is Alabama. <laughs> like, in New York. <laughs> not not that bad. And, like, it's in the Midwest. Yeah, I would say that. And exactly. I mean, obviously I'm from New York. We're both from New York. Um, and people would be like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from upstate New York. They're like, oh, like Buffalo? And I'm like, no, it takes like three hours for me to get to Buffalo. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so like by New York City? And I was like, no, that's like four and a half hours. Oh, the understanding of New York is ridiculous. It, oh, yeah. There is no there is no understanding. Any, uh, anyone that I talked to, oh, wow. Um, when I was in, I grew up in the Bronx, from the Bronx, and anytime I was just like in Westchester for any reason for like a basketball tournament or something, they're like, oh, you going upstate? Yeah. Westchester's like 20 minutes out of the no, city. No, Westchester's not far at all. Out of the city. And they're like, you're going upstate? I get mad when people call Westchester upstate New York. But there are people... City people do. ...who will say anything that's not Long Island or New York City is upstate. Oh, yeah. And I love that. And then there's other people who will count Westchester as part of anything that's not upstate. Poughkeepsie's upstate. Right. Poughkeepsie's like an hour away. 50 uh, minutes away. But yeah. like, obviously for people like... Me will be like, no, 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 like, this is upstate, this isn't. Like, we don't consider where I'm from upstate. No. Like, that's central New York. It's literally the middle of right. the state. But, like, if you ask someone, it's like, oh, yeah, you're in upstate. Oh. So I just say I'm from My upstate, parents right? always refer to my time in Clinton as upstate. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that's I mean, fine. comparatively, it is up. So they're, they're not wrong. But, like, I'm just like, no, it's literally. It's central New York. Because there's way more up we can go. Because there's, like, the Capital District, that's, like, Albany. There's yeah. Central New York, where, we're, like, I'm from, like, the Syracuse area. Uh, and then there's Western New York, which, which is, is Buffalo, Rochester. Almost Canada. Uh, and then there's oh. Upstate, which is, like... Plattsburgh. Right. Like, yeah. really up there. Yeah, Niagara Falls and stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's... Well, we went to Plattsburgh. We and, did. And the radio station started changing Canadian. Oh, they were all French. Yeah, yeah, that's when we knew we were in upstate New York. We were like, yeah. we're hearing French radio stations. <laughs> New York is probably one of the weirder states out there. 
It is a it's overall like, like diversity, like as far as it's like you could ha- you could be in like four different worlds in the same state. Well, it's always if you ever look at a um, political map of New York, um, obviously. I don't know what percentage of the population of the state of New York lives in either New York City, Long Island, or Greater New York. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's something like 80 percent, 90 percent, maybe. Um, But if you go, if you look at like what people vote, who people vote for in those other areas, it's It's pretty red. It's all red. It's a very red state, except for Greater New York City. We know this because we go on our Facebooks. Oh yeah. We check some of our high school people that. That I'm like, I used to like this person. Yeah, and they are actually terrible. Speaking of terrible, uh, Fire and Fury came out apparently this week. Look at hey. that segue. I'm this here. Great segue. Um, that book that I didn't know existed until like four days ago, and now everyone owns it in some way, shape, or form. And it looks like the most like pieced together book. Oh yeah, like, I didn't read a, a word, but like I, I, it just looks like the most basic. Don't get me wrong, book. I anything that is insulting to Donald Trump, I'm, I'm all for. Yeah, but in. this definitely looks like the most like piece of shit written book oh, that's ever been put together. I heard there's typos all over the place. <laughs> like they rushed this shit. Like it was like it, the, the the editor was just like, we need this, we need this by like Friday. And you're like, oh shit, I am nowhere near done. It's like assignment where you had for school where you yeah. had like finish an essay and you're like. This I just doing two and a half hours. I, I'm just gonna scrap some shit together. I'm not gonna even hit spell check, and that's what this book is. But apparently, it's just like lambasting Donald Trump and Steve Bannon's quoted multiple times in it. Yeah, like Steve Bannon, who objectively a horrible. Uh, you like, could make the argument he's a worse. worse person than Donald yeah. Trump. Who is like all right? If we did power rankings of shit dudes, uh, Bannon, Trump, Pence. Um, let's <laughs> see. So is. There's definitely a different power structure. So are we putting are we taking power structure into account or now? So for example, like Donald Trump has more power yeah, because he's the president. Yeah, yeah. So does because he's maybe equally worse than person yeah. X but has more power, does that make him worse? Uh, yeah, we gotta do that. Yeah. Alright, well then it's obviously Trump. Yeah, it's Trump, number one. Um Bannon is really a shit person. Like, yeah. I mean, he's just like openly he literally, racist. I mean they're both kind of openly racist. I mean but, he, he created the alt right. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, Pence is sneaky shitty because he Ooh. hides on being a good person, but is also equally. We have receipts. He's equally a terrible person. We can see exactly what you said and what you've done. Still, my favorite Mike Pence quote is <laughs> when he said that the movie Mulan was liberal propaganda to try to get women into the military. That, that is literally something he said. Yeah. I mean, he's an insane person. You gotta hear both sides. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mulan. When people are getting offended by fucking Disney movies. I, I saw Mulan in theaters, like, in, like, with whatever my, whatever year it came out, my class was. And in no way did I see any of my female classmates thinking, Wow. Hey. Hey, I'm joining the military Maybe now. this is the time I sign up for the military <laughs> at 12 years old, or whatever this is, whenever I turn 18. Like... It's outrageous, and he he also said you can electrocute the gay out of people. Yeah, um, yeah. Was... He, didn't he sign a bill to like make yep. electroshock therapy yep. okay for? Um, yep. Or no, not electroshock. Uh, no, gay conversion you. therapy. Yeah, gay conversion therapy. But I know what you're talking about. And yeah, that's that's part of his greatest hits. So um, he's like a sneaky, awful, awful person. And these are the guys that are like, he. I mean, uh, Bannon was chief strategist. I mean, VP and president. These are like three of the top. 
and we already yeah. have shit that like neither of us have ever come close to saying or doing. And right. all three of these guys have like done. if if I said one of those three things in the workplace, I would get fired <laughs> for um, like just dis- discriminatory uh, yeah, I talk. Hope. Yeah, yeah. I, like most people would, I think. I think that would. There probably... are multiple quotes of all three of those people that I could not say in my office because I would get fired, and <laughs> rightfully so. And like, I, like I know I'm like laughing and joke, but it's... like I'm not even kidding. No, no. I hope you would. Honestly, right? Could like, you love you, but I would hope you got fired. Like if, if said I said that. something about like grab them by the pussy in the office, I would either get fired or get in a shitload of trouble. Like. That's such a dis- like it's <laughs> such a disgusting statement. Like I, it's hard for me to even say it. Right. By the way, I, I also don't like the word pussy. Like it's just a weird word to me. It's like, kind of a weird word. It's a lot of the sexual terms are bad. I'll say it. Terms for penises and vaginas are terrible. See, and that's, breasts. That's a problem. I don't like those words. Yeah, either. they're all bad. Breasts is a weird word. It, it, it doesn't sound right when you say it. Like, all right, for breasts... It's Phon- what, phonetically, it doesn't make breasts. sense. Yeah, you got you, you say sisses after you say yeah. breasts. breasts. I think the word vagina has too many syllables. Yeah, for such a small amount of letters in yeah. a word, it has too many syllables. Vagina. Oh, my God. I don't like it. Yeah, like, all right, so we have, for breasts, we have, we have just, boobs, we have tits. Tits Those is are, a little... Yeah, it's vulgar. Boobs is okay. Boobs is funny. Boobs, boobs is, like, hilarious. Yeah. We named like, one of our friends in high school. Boobs. Yeah. His name is Boobs. Because it's a hilarious name. It's, boobs is fine. I, I'll take Boobs any day. Like, it's a, it's a perfectly fine name. My aunt's cat when I was growing up was named Booby. That's a great name. And I didn't even know what that meant until I was like... You 10. know what? That was a fun name. Great name. And then, like... There isn't... There isn't really... Is, like, a lot of bad ones. Yeah, and the same thing with vagina. Yeah, it's, like, gross. I'm like, ah. Like... It's, again, I think the vagina's problem is the too many syllables. And then... Do we re... We gotta rebrand. I don't think genitalia. You can. I think it's too late. Is it? <laughs> I think we... Hi, let me use. I'm gonna put my dongle. No, dongles. Dongles yeah, dong. also. Dong. We have this dong. Dongle is also like a computer thing. Yeah, it's a, I mean it's a USB. Yeah. Basically, let me put my USB into your drive. Like whenever someone's like, "Oh, did you bring your dongle in Ugh. work?" You're like, "Oh." I'm like, "God, that's such a fucking weird word." Yeah. English language is pretty stupid. Yeah. What's the? Uh... I mean, you're 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 now fluent in Spanish. Even sure. if you claim you're not. No. What what is what is vagina in Spanish? I mean, it's literally the exact same thing as vagina. Fuck. <laughs> so we really ruined that word. Yeah. There's no. I mean, there are like, um, it's like the same thing as in like English, where it's like, you know, slang for everything. Oh yeah, but it's like it's gross. I don't know. Oh, but grab. Yeah, we were talking about grab her by the. Yeah, such a yeah, such a gross ass term. Um. But as we're watching, speaking of, uh, I'm going to do a segue again. Speaking of uh, Donald Trump, um, the New England Patriots are in the news. <laughs> For uh, a little bit of dissension in the workplace. The Patriots are a terrible organization. They are. Uh, horribly run, uh, mismanaged, and poorly uh, quarterbacked. So obviously this article came out and basically said that there's beef within the organization between Kraft, All Belichick, sorts of beef. and Brady. And that... Fucking trainer. And the trainer, whatever Guerrero. his name is, Guerrero. Um, all surrounding Tom Brady and the trading of Garoppolo. Garoppolo and also his weird training stuff that he's having other players attend. Colt. The Colt. The Colt. The TB12 Colt. So your honest opinion, how much of this is real, how much of this is bullshit, how much of it is real but at the same time just 
overly analyzed. So I'm going to go two slashes and do like, instead of like 50-50, I'll do three. So the real, I'll say, is 10%. Yeah. Uh, like the kind of real, like there's actual issues, but like it's because these dudes have been together for like 20 years. I'll say it's like 70. Yeah. And then the last is 20. Like yeah. bullshit. I, um... Because, like... Don't get me wrong. I, I love seeing the Patriots be terrible and, like... like I want to see... Sh- you want to see shit blow up. I want to see this this thing to... Blow, yeah. Burn. But at the same time, I acknowledge that this is probably a bunch of bullshit. And, like, don't get me wrong. I do think that all these things that they're saying are probably real issues. But all three of these people, crap, Belichick and Brady, are, you know, smart and mature enough people that they're like, yeah, we have our differences, but we're going to fucking fight through it. Yeah. And it, it pains for me to say that because I wish it was all like, they're oh gonna my win the God, Super Bowl this year. Like, there's so much infighting and they hate each other, but I know that's not true. Like, it's and, so annoying. Too. And some of those things I was like, yeah, Brady's like kind of upset that like he hasn't been player of the week at all. And don't get me wrong, I bet that probably does bother Brady a little bit, but do you really think he's like. That's gonna ruin his, like, standing with the Patriots? No. Or, like, him. Yelling at Josh McDaniels. I, I hated how that was like a paragraph or two right. of, like, of that article. Where I'm like, literally, this is what he does every week. Yeah. And it's just he like... freaks out. I, He's a fiery competitor. But Brett, that's Bryant. A problem for the organization. <laughs> right. And Odell Beckham. A problem for the organization. But Brady, fiery competitor. But we're not going to get into that part. But like, it's... Even... I defend all these guys the same way. I'm not saying it's like, oh, one guy gets judged crazier than the other. But it's like... If you're that high of a competitor and something doesn't go the way you want it, you're going to freak out a little bit. Yeah, and I remember when the whole Deflategate thing was coming out and there was all this, like, Belichick doesn't have Brady's back, like, blah, 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 blah. And, like, literally they were making it seem like it was chaos. And then they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and I wish Atlanta won that I literally so never bad. heard about it after that. Like, 28-3. It was, they were it, was, it was over. So, like... I just really think that this is going to be the same shit. If Atlanta won, would that change its article? Well, yeah, obviously. But, ooh. ooh. If Atlanta, damn, that was a big play. Um, if Atlanta won and didn't blow a 25-point lead in the second half, like, would this article I don't affect know. you more? Yeah. I, like, it affected me in the sense it was fun to read, and it was fun for, like, the 11 minutes that I was reading it. <laughs> it was a long article. <laughs> to, like, really dive in and be like, yeah, I believe all of this. Like, it's fun. But then, like, literally three minutes later, you're like, Did I, everything I read it was kind of bullshit. Yeah, what, what <laughs> actually happened there? Oh, they're going for it. This is a big play. We're we watching, like, watching what, Jacksonville. What, did he just trip? Oh, he did trip. Oh! oh, oh my God. Jacksonville up 10, or up 9 to 3. On the Bills, on a wacky play. A Who is that guy celebrating in the weirdest? Wearing a pea coat in Jacksonville. Jesus Christ! It's like eighty-two degrees there. <laughs> what are they doing? These are two fan bases that like don't know how to deal with success, no. and they're just like freaking out in, a in weird different way. ways. Yeah, <laughs> like that was probably the most awkward celebration for like a good moment I've ever seen. That guy was very open. He too. was very open. They're saying joke. <laughs> My favorite reaction is after a play in the NFL. When it's clearly a catch. And, and it's like, no! Um, all right. Hey, shout out to the Jacksonville Jags. Um, so, speaking of NFL playoffs, uh, your, your Eagles 
Got yeah, that by. They're gonna lose in the first round. It's fine. I've like I've come t- ready for it. I'm well, actually, how'd you feel if they had Carson Wentz? Oh, I feel completely different. Um, how would you feel a Super Bowl? Possibility. Um, I, I want to talk in the. You you had the the right to have yeah, this discussion. No, I I would have definitely felt like hey they can win the Super Bowl. I win can. it. I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought they could make it. And I thought it would have been very tough. Um, um I don't know. I guess I'm still like. Reserved to this idea of like, hey, you never know. Yeah, that's all true. you have to do is win the first game. It's true. It's not and many you got to win the next game. It's not many games. And then you win the next game. Um, you take it one game at a time. I think I'm going down to uh, Connecticut next weekend to see it with my good friend, who's also an Eagles fan. So we can watch it together. And if it's a good moment, <laughs> it's a good moment. If it's a bad moment, you're we're with, in it together. You're with an Eagles friend, right? That's nice. So, um, but. Is it the Paris man? Yeah. Nice. Me and Pearson, I think. I haven't told him yet, but I'm... Well, I, I talked to him about it <laughs> Well, Pearson, hopefully you listen to the pod. Yeah. Uh, Sean's coming over next week. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's the Fal- I think they can beat the Falcons. I mean, it's... I thought they were dead, the Atlanta Falcons, as an organization. Yeah. They should have just died. They're clearly not. They're, they're a pretty good team. They're still good. They're they, not as good as they were last year. They have, like... Very good. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, they have very good players. But, like, I still think once the going gets tough, it's a wrap for them. I think, is Nick Foles capable? Probably not. I, I'm, like, I, I'm pretty pessimistic about this game, I'm going to be honest. I mean, back in the, when he was your quarterback 27-3. 27 touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. He was awesome. He wasn't bad. So, like, he's, do you think he's so far removed from that time? I haven't seen that Nick Foles in about four years. He was on KC for a little bit. Yep, and then like came back, lingered. Um, but like I don't know, I never hated on Nick Foles. Like you knew watched him more than me, but like here's here's what I'll say: Nick Foles, if you're to have a backup quarterback, and it's Nick he's Foles, very, you're very fortunate. That's that's yeah, you're you're golden. But you don't want your backup quarterback playing games in the playoffs. No, that's that that's literally the opposite of what you want. It's no, and this isn't a. I don't want to shit on Nick Foles because he's honestly like again I mean, if he's your backup for a while I'm fine with that but you want your starter to be out there <laughs> in the fucking conference I, I, championship Sean, games. <laughs> I, I'm sitting down for this, but I believe you do want Carson Wentz out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to go too far on him, but I think you want Carson Wentz, who you'll have for the next ideally ten years or so. Yeah, I hope he comes back all right. I think he will. Um, his mobility was a big part of his game. He's uh, just gonna have to learn to play a little differently. <laughs> like, is this the RG three problem? No, I know, is, I know, I know. This is like the like what I always loved about what I really like about Russell uh, Russell Wilson is that he gets out there, he runs, but he somehow rarely takes hits that he doesn't need to. Yeah, and he runs very intelligently. He'll slide. He'll go out of bounds. He he does this like he does smart things that. If Carson Wentz wanted to play that style, you can. I, I think there's a, a way to do it. Too. Yes, and I get that. Um, so he thinks he can like blow over people, which he has. So. And I still think part like being in the pocket and like taking people under his feet and like taking hits that should still be it. But when you're running, he'll like he'll dive head first all yeah. the time. He should just not do that. Yeah, it's that still rookie thing that like they were trying to get. I mean, I know we're talking complete apples and oranges here, but. What Mark Sanchez used to do. <laughs> when they were like, yo, you gotta learn to slide. And they like, literally had New York Yankees like meeting with I him. remember that. And like trying to teach him how to slide. Because he would straight up dive. 
and he didn't have the physical ability that Carson Wentz had or Russell Wilson, which made it so where Mark Sanchez is where he is now, which I have no idea where he is. Yeah. You know where he is? I, um, he's on a team. Oh, he's... He was on the Cowboys at one point. Yeah. That was like two years ago, though. But he's in the league. I know he's in the league. I saw him pop up somewhere on a depth chart. Jesus. I don't know. Oh, my I, God. Tyrod. Tyrod. You... The thing is, you evolve as a player, and, like, the one thing that I always admired about, say, Peyton Manning, who was never a mobile guy. Never. Mobile enough. Um, but especially towards the end of his career, when he was, his body was definitely breaking down, I was always admired how he just never got hit. Yeah. Like, he would get the ball out early, it and if just, he sensed a sack, he, he was down. Fall. He would just fall. And you can say whatever you want about him. It's like, oh, he's, he should learn how to do this or that. Yeah, terrible stats right now. We're watching. <laughs> Combined, this is a terrible. Combine it at two hundred yards. <laughs> um, but it was always interesting to watch Peyton Manning play towards the end of his career, where he just found a way to never get hit. Yeah. And again, Carson Wentz should not. I'm not saying he should do any of that because that'd be crazy. But uh, there's a way to play quarterback in this league where still you give yourself more years. Right. Like uh, Peyton played to the nth level oh, yeah. of what I mean, he was supposed to play. His body was completely broken by the yeah. time he retired yeah and like i'm not saying like you know you you play when you're broken but i'm saying like you can you can prolong yourself like russ is definitely prolonging himself yeah he he i i really think as far as the scrambling quarterback is concerned he does the best job of just finding ways to not a lot of his hit. injuries have been like random yeah, like right. shit, like ankle or stuff. like he'll get hit in the like you're not gonna stop getting like oh, hit in the pocket you're not gonna, yeah. but like when he goes out and runs he doesn't get hit somehow yeah it's smart God. um what else we got i don't know that might be it we're, we're hitting that like 54 minute i didn't mark. know what minute we were on this is good yeah, um, that, was, that was for me uh putting together like a lackluster what is this is this all you hold on what is applebee's up to we got to go to applebee's too. all you can eat riblets and tenders that for sounds, 12.99 that sounds like a fantastic deal for 12.99 do you remember near our flag football field yeah. I happen? think that one closed, didn't it? Yeah, it's, it's long closed. But remember, we did that once, right? We did um, Valentine's Day. We went out. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, that was just because <sighs> I was in a long distance relationship. You were single. Craw was single. <sighs> we just got after Mac, it after these. Yeah. I don't think Mac went that time. No, he didn't go, and he regretted it. Yeah, and he still regrets it because it was an amazing. It was time. a great meal. I got ribs, and I think I got a margarita. And what'd you pay? Like. $11. 18 bucks, yeah. Maybe. Or maybe. Actually, you know what? That, 18, that, that, 18's a high a bar. You high barred it. Um, high it was a great meal. They're, like, I, I don't know their business model. I mean, I kind of do, but I don't want to say it on... <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think the quality of things is still high, <laughs> but... <laughs> there, I said it. Um, but it's it still tastes very good. Like, I... It's just doused in salt, so yes. you're probably just like, yeah. Salt and sauce. Yeah. Like, if you put enough the, salt and sauce and things, it'd be great. It's terrible for your heart, but it's fine. All you can eat riblets and tenders. Sounds like a recipe for disaster. Years back, me and you would have, we wouldn't actually have gone. We would have planned like three months later to actually go. And then never would have done it. And then never would have done it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're right next to an Applebee's, man. We do that thing we said we were going to do three months ago. I don't really feel like it. You want to like just like order like Bravos or something? Yeah. Yeah, That would have been it. All right, guys. All right. That was a, a, a good... Uh, that was our first show of 2018. So, uh, season three? I hope season the next four. one's better. It might not be, though. It might not be. We're off to, like, a B start yeah. to 2018. We haven't... Like, this is, like, our first cast in, like, almost a month. Yeah. But you know what? 
Uh, this this is good enough. Good enough. All right, All right. guys. See ya. Bye.